Today's episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour is brought to you by Amazon.com. Go to geek30.com slash Amazon and click on the link to do all of your shopping. It helps us pay the bills at no extra cost to you. Again, geek30.com slash Amazon. Coming up on today's show, Up, Up, and Away. Climbing became even more fun. Fractured but delayed. And two wrongs don't make a right, but three lefts do. This is episode 41 of the Geek 30 Happy Hour. to another episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour, where we drink a toast to all of the geeky things we're passionate about. Today is September 18th, 2016. My name is Alex, and here's JoJo. Hello. How you doing today, sir? Pretty good, man. How are you? Very good. Yeah? yeah. Everything everything good in your life? Uh, I, I've had way too much alcohol this weekend. Oh, me, and me too. <laughs> even more in front of me right now. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be um, a great night. Other than that, everything is uh, hunky-dory. Just some inappropriate stories I need to tell you off mic. <laughs> Are you sure off mic? Guys, okay, guys at home, do you hear that? You hear that shit? Peer pressure JoJo into telling us on the show. Okay. So, very quick, very superficial. I was pulling cable, um, and we were having an issue with one corner in particular. So, one of my guys goes up on the, uh, the risers and starts pulling towards him in a very kind of awkward motion. <laughs> I get up on a ladder because he's having difficulty, and I put my hand up there and start motioning, like, in sync <laughs> with, with the way he's motioning. And it was all fine and dandy for a solid five to six minutes until other team members decided to show up and start making jokes. And, and start, then we look, start laughing, and it starts slowing down. And it's one of those, like, don't make eye contact. Don't don't give them the satisfaction, you know? Don't, just don't listen to them. It was so okay. If you guys saw the, the hand motion that JoJo was making. <laughs> it was definitely a understand. hand motion, and it was in sync with another old man's, like, grown man's hand motions as well. So it was Jesus. two guys going in, in the inappropriate direction. Well, it could have been a movie. You know, um, th- good. Great, yeah. <laughs> great JoJo. I'm, I'm glad you shared that with the world. Aren't you glad that we peer pressure JoJo, everybody? So, well, um, That was my week. How was your week? <laughs> my week was great, man. It's, it's been a good weekend so far. Getting ready for the work week coming up. Bleh. But before that, we have geeky things to talk about. Absolutely. And, and before we even get into any of that stuff, remember to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Um, be sure to, uh, to do that so that we can share this message of this show with the rest of the world that definitely helps us and um also check out our new website where we've got a lot of great content like our blog and uh and videos etc etc direct links to facebook youtube twitter all the places to find us buttons to even click and subscribe you know on your favorite podcatcher a lot of great stuff on that website um but you know enough of talk about that let's introduce today's guest this is kevin Kevin is uh, is actually my coworker's um, husband. Angie is is your wife. Angie is the bomb, and so is Kevin. Kevin is probably a familiar name to most of you listening at home because he had suggested um, maybe one or two beers Absolutely. on this yeah. show in the past. So, Kevin, welcome. Thanks for listening to the show, and thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Yeah, and, and tell the world a little bit about you. I'm a father of two girls. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Allison. There you go. Hello. Your dad's (laughs) famous, guys. And hello, Angie. 
Um, and yeah, I'm a big fan of, of beer and, and uh, geek culture. And I think most of the beers I've been recommending are strong Belgians, and that's what we have today. Yeah, there's uh, nothing Gold, wrong with that. Was, no, no, no. Golden Drock was. No, uh, Golden Drock was that, um, Veronica. No, but we, we talked about that one, didn't we? Yeah. Did you did you have the Golden Drock ever? Have you ever had that? Oh yeah, yeah. Had yesterday. We, that's yeah. what it was. When we first met, we were talking about how great that beer was, and I was like, okay, I like Kevin. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had the the nine thousand with VK and that's Jason. Right. I'm trying to remember. We've had that, that's a good problem, isn't it? Right. We've had so many beers on the show. So many good beers. Good beers. Most ninety percent. Ninety nine percent of the beers on the show have been very good. Um, yeah, I'll have to go back through the notes and remember, but. Um, we we've talked about beer quite a bit, and I've mm. tried everything that you've ever recommended, and and it's been great. And I'm still Good. looking for your epic sage saison. I've seen their epic a, other saisons. I haven't seen the sage. Though. It, yes. it had an it had an abbot on the. Uh, oh, that one, the Saint uh, Bernardus. Yes, Saint Bernardus. That's it. It yeah. was so good. Yeah, that's a good one. That is, is a that good one. The the Groton beer. It's a dark, chocolatey looking beer. It's. I might have a goblet with that logo on it because I had that in um. San Antonio at the Fine Saucer, they have uh, pint nights, which you, you actually take home a glass of whatever the beer they pour into. Oh, sweet. And I have not been able to find it in Virginia. Hmm. So, well, if we I, had if, it on the show. The Grotten beer? Well, I don't know if that if that's the same beer or not. Maybe not. Maybe it's the okay. same. Maybe it's something brewer. else. Because if you ever find that, I need that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I need more of that. It was a fantastic beer. I'll bring you the goblet if I need to. So. I'll check out Total Wine. They yeah. usually have that stuff. That's, that's where you get a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Kevin brought another great beer. Uh, we've been cheating. We've been sipping on it. Oh, we've been like sipping on it. Two or three sips. Not much. It's good. It's, it's good. Great. So let's get into the beer segment so we can talk about what we're drinking today. Oh, hello, Geek Sody. It's beer time. Today's beer is brought to you by Fire Ants, because it's all fun and games until someone goes into anaphylactic shock. So explain to everybody listening at home what that means, Jojo. I've heard this story, but I think it's important to share it with Kevin. It's important to share it with our listeners. Um, so many moons ago, in 2006, I joined the Marine Corps. Um, I never actually finished boot camp, because on training day 17, I remember these details very well. I'm sure you do. <laughs> um, we were on PT field. We had just run a three-mile run. Um we were doing a couple different, uh, uh, what is it, kinetics, calisthenics? Calisthenics, calisthenics yeah. yeah. Different exercises. And the ones we were doing were max set of pull-ups plus two assisted, which means you do as many pull-ups as you can. Then your last two are, are assisted by the person behind you just to kind of help you get a little more strength. Then you do max uh, push-ups. Um, and I did my pull-ups. I ran down, did my push-ups. Legs started burning. It's like, huh, weird. I ran over, did my pull-ups, go back down, did push-ups. Legs still burning. What's going on? And it's it's boot camp. You cannot scratch because they're always looking for something to like yell at you about, right? So you're very, you know, you don't do anything, you know, unless they tell you to. Um, and even then, you don't you do it wrong. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, it's, it's boot camp. Um, so I did my third set, did push ups. This sucks. Whatever. We're gonna keep going with it. At the time, I was in pretty good shape. You no, know, going to the Marine Corps, I was able to do like 200 crunches in like two minutes. You know, I was. Like crunches were like my thing. I because yeah. I, I, I hate ab work. I made sure I was good on crunches. I couldn't do thirty. I just I don't know why. I just could not. I I was having issues breathing. I couldn't you know take in air. I couldn't. It was something was going wrong. And second set, um, I could only do about five. And the guy who was holding my legs like, dude, your your face is swollen. It's like, what what do you mean? <laughs> and so at this point, they noticed that I'm not doing sit ups, which is a wrong thing, <laughs> you know. So you got three kill hats running over to me real quick and. 
I don't know if you've ever seen, so of course everybody sees like full metal jacket and everybody looks normal because it's Hollywood eyes, but yeah. in real Marine Corps boot camp, their drill instructors don't look like normal humans. They're just disproportionate and like in every odd kind of way. You yeah. know, they're just not normal human beings. And not like they're the same kind of human, they're, like, they're all weirdly disproportionate. And it works, you know, for whatever reason, whatever. This guy was, I was at the, the time 197, uh, solid, 197. Pounds. Pounds. And, um, this guy who was easily five inches shorter than I was, he was, I don't know, maybe five, six, um, probably weighed like 220 at five, six, but Whoa. a solid 220, yeah. picked me up with one arm, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I'm at, like 197 pounds yelling at me, of course, it's like, blah, 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 blah. at this point, I can't talk. I've lost my ability to like press like anything from my throat. So it's like, he gives me like this look, it's like he knows something's wrong, but yeah. he doesn't want to stop yelling and just like kind of points me over to like the corpsman and Marine Corps doesn't do uh, medical at all. They're Department of the Navy, so all the medical is done through the Navy. Right. So anyone uh, who's a corpsman is basically an honorary Marine because they don't do medical. Um, so I go to the, uh, the corpsman and the guy is just pandering me. It's like, oh, what's the matter? Are you just, you know, just like this really like pandering kind of a deal. What's your name, recruit? I couldn't talk, so I took my backpack off my camel pack and I pointed at the my name badge on there. And it was one of those things like, he's not talking. <laughs> you know, something's going wrong here. So he, he like flicks over like his fingers, ambulance goes on the field. Uh, some guy like raises up my shirt. I have hives all my, down my uh, chest. It's like, oh. And then everybody has like this reaction. It wasn't until they saw the hives, like everything, I was just a liar, right? Yeah. And then they saw the hives, like, Ew. Oh shit. <laughs> this guy's about to die. <laughs> this is not good. So, um, throw me in an ambulance. They didn't have a, uh, a facility on Paris Island to treat me. So, the hospital I had to go to was 45 minutes away outside of base. Oh, wow. Um, I had four IVs because we were on the uh, PT field. Three of those IVs were just sailing to get me rehydrated again. One was like the epinephrine to, you know, calm down the, the crap that was going through me. Stayed overnight in the hospital, got chocolate cake, which you nice. don't do because some nurse had like a birthday or whatever. Like, you want chocolate cake? He's like, I don't think I could have that. I was like, we won't tell. It's like, okay. <laughs> you nice. know? So uh, whoever that nurse is, I love her. She was like thanks, nurse. 40 some odd years old at the time. And I would have like married her in like two seconds. <laughs> you know, love and it. I was like 20 something. I don't care. Love she was my, my favorite person in the world. Um, went back to base. Uh, they had to assign me an EpiPen and they're like well if you have this you can't be Marine anymore mm. um, I was like oh okay well I wasn't a Marine yet because you're, you're not a Marine until you finish boot camp uh, I was like well that sucks because <laughs> yeah. um, we've mentioned I'm deaf and so I had applied five different times again to the military but because of my left ear I could not join I mm -hmm. was actually disqualified yeah. so someone wrote in my scores <laughs> lied to get me in still get kicked on anyways like yeah. son of a gun so. wasn't meant to be but wasn't that's, meant to be I mean that's scary as shit man yeah glad you're alive <laughs> I am too yeah glad you're alive that was glad. a fun trip <laughs> yeah thanks for sharing that with us so uh and to fire ants to, to fire, fire ants, ants. <laughs> you know what? cheers cheers to fire ants <laughs> hmm. so what we're drinking today is duvel Duvel. And uh, it's their just their their classic Duvel. It's a um, the bottle says, okay, Belgian golden ale. So that that's the classification, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, according to their website, they, they have a description of the beer. It says a Duvel is still seen as the reference among strong golden ales. It's uh, bouquet is lively and uh, tickles. Sorry, this is like in tickles. <laughs> Hold on, I have to. I have to make this bigger, dude. Like that's what that's she said. What she said? <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of sucks. I have to make this bigger though because I can't see shit. All right, there we go. Uh, it's bouquet is lively and tickles the nose with an element of citrus, which even tends towards grapefruit thanks to the use of only the highest quality hop varieties. This is um, also reflected in the flavor, uh, and it's spelled 
flavor, yeah, with, you know, like a European spelled flavor. incorrectly. Yeah, it's not <laughs> with okay. the U. Yeah, America. Okay, we don't America. put our our extra no. letters in there because we don't have time for that shit. It's America. Yeah, damn I it. it. <laughs> um, thank you, Jojo. So uh, this is also reflected in the flavor, which is beautifully balanced with a hint of spiciness. Thanks to its high CO two content, this beer has a wonderful roundness in the mouth. A Duvel is both the perfect thirst quencher and the ideal. Aperitif. Aperitif. That's a big word. Oh, aperitif. Aperitif. Yeah. That's a fancy word. I don't know what that word means, Kevin. (laughs) I think that means after dinner drink, if if I'm, or is it before dinner drink? You know what? Look it up, Jojo. While Jojo's looking that up, though, I I think this hits it, you know, spot on except the aperitif thing. Uh, Aperitif. (laughs) Our aperitifs and digestifs, uh, there's a digestif, are drinks typically alcoholic that are normally served before or after a meal. Oh, yeah. Okay. Before, hey, there you go, Kevin. Look after. at that. Hey. All right. Kevin. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. It, it kind of, it drinks a lot like a champagne. Right. Yeah. Because of the CO2 content. Yeah. But it's so crisp and so refreshing. And I right. love this beer. I've had this before. This is the first time JoJo's had it. So, JoJo, Absolutely. you want to share your thoughts on the beer? No, this is so, so Good. It is definitely lighter than I expected mm-hmm. it to be. Uh, I know it's 8.5% alcohol, and I don't taste that, which is dangerous. Yeah, 8.5%. Um, it is, it's unfiltered. You can't see through it. It's pretty cloudy. Right. But golden. Just right. absolutely golden. The carbonation is cool because it's very smooth. You can tell smooth, mm-hmm. but it gives you that harshness because of the carbonation. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a weird balance there. Yeah, citrusy. Right, exactly. I, yeah. I definitely picked up on the citrus yeah, when, you, when you said it. I was looking for it. Yeah, so Kevin, what's your thought on the beer? I mean, you brought this thing. Why, why did you bring it? I, I think Duvel is just the best uh, Belgian beer that I've ever had. And you're a big fan of Belgian beer. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's it's my go-to Mm-hmm. You know, and I had a disappointing experience with a Trapel yesterday. Oh, no. It was was an American Trapel. It was Allagash out of Maine. And it was actually at the Yard House. And it was uh, 11.5% alcohol. Oh, wow. And Mm. that's all you tasted, like right off the bat, just overpowering. That's that's what happened to me with the the Marcidus 10 as well. I just... I couldn't taste anything but the alcohol. Yeah, and like soap dishwater, <laughs> <You know? laughs> or Robitussin if you're the the shiner. But why, I'm actually talking Trapels. Why, why why are you going that? I, just because you deserve to know, Jojo. <laughs> I survived a fire ant crisis. I survived that beer. I'm pretty sure I win. <laughs> no, okay. I like the beer. It was good. <laughs> it tasted like Robitussin. Oh wow, it he's just terrible. mad. He's over. He's overselling that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for. For bringing this beer and you have a, a, a certain adventure happening this week oh yeah right? involving and I, beer and i know very little about this only that my neighbor invited me he's got a connection with the german air force and they're having an oktoberfest at dulles in a hangar and i wow. apparently they fly over over like a hundred kegs straight from germany really and <laughs> it's going to be the real stuff there'll be entertainment like a I assume, I assume some kind of oompa brand. Right, exactly, and, with the tuba. And, right, right. So um, Maybe an accordion. You know? I, have, I have no expectations, don't know what it's going to be like, but I'll let you know. Gosh, I, so I seriously, man, text me some pictures. I would love oh, to yeah, see that. I've, definitely. I've always wanted to go to an Oktoberfest. To me too. Lederhosen. <laughs> Get some. And, I need to um, dust them off. <laughs> do, do you have some? I might. <laughs> oh boy we got a picture coming your way folks we have a picture coming your way and we also have some great news topics coming your way so let's get into the news 
money would you guys spend to go into space one dollar oh, oh, oh really one whole dollar an entire dollar an entire dollar okay how about you kevin i i'd pay a high price i i've always wanted to see space from okay out in space so what if i told you that you could spend five hours in um you know just right right up above you know the atmosphere like like kind of like on the edge on the cusp on the cusp of space subspace subspace for for five hours you spend five hours for seventy five thousand dollars what if i told you that that was possible so it's like fifteen thousand an hour yes math (laughs) math i believe you i'm just not even gonna pretend to do that (laughs) would you guys do that um not this year, <laughs> you gotta save up. <laughs> save up. You gotta, you gotta wait for your income tax refund. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> all four dollars. <laughs> um, I would definitely do that if I had the money. Absolutely, if I had the money, I would totally do this. Yeah, that sounds almost within within reach when you compare it to the SpaceX number and right. Yeah, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, and uh, so there's an article that we found from space.com. It says balloon rides to near space for $75,000 a seat. So um, for $75,000, a company called Worldview Enterprises will loft you 19 miles up into Earth's atmosphere using a high-altitude balloon. While the gentle ride won't earn passengers their their astronaut wings, outer space is generally considered to begin at an altitude of 62 miles. It will afford um, spectacular views of the blackness of space and the curvature of our planet, um, Worldview officials say. That is a really cool experience, and it also kind of – it's kind of weird to think that space travel is becoming so um, – Feasible? Feasible. Yeah, yeah, feasible is the right word. Um, or obtainable, I guess. Obtainable, yeah. 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 So um, where do you guys see this kind of leading? I mean I, I for instance, think that in the next 20 years, this $75,000 price tag is going to be way more reasonable. I mean we're talking maybe a few thousand dollars. I mean, 20 years. Inflation. <laughs> well, yeah. okay. And, you know, so maybe you'll say $75,000, right, exactly. but, but we're all making millions anyway. Exactly. So. But it doesn't actually count for anything. Yeah. <laughs> Rent is 75000 a year. You know, That's, right. So. That's right. So, uh, I mean, considering that it's going to, you know, take into account inflation, obviously, right. JoJo, thanks, Mr. Buzzkill, <laughs> Mr. Fun at Parties over here. Um, I mean, I, I foresee this stuff being very obtainable, especially in the in the future. Um, what are your all's thoughts on this, Jojo? I um I still go back to um, Carl Sagan with the whole pale blue dot thing, and being able to see the Earth from not where we usually see it from, mm-hmm. not from a mountain, not from a valley, not from the ocean, not from anything, but see it as a whole. Um, I think that will draw a better connection to the Earth and realize, you know, this is all one whole product. Um, I think it'll, it'll actually be better for um, our our views on ecosystems and our, our views on, like, you know, carbon emissions and blah, 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 mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, I think it's a good thing as far as science and... Um, just nature as a whole goes but it's also it's also space it's no bad words it's amazing yeah. <laughs> freaking amazing you know? right. it's it's really awesome we, we have an expletive tab we, we do have an expletive so. tab and i'm trying not to go that route with not with science that was space you know, it I doesn't go, deserve that you know, it doesn't deserve it deserves better. Right. it deserves like a classy beer kind of like the duvel oh, kind well, of a deal yes um very nice <laughs> very nice exactly um 
I would love to do this, and I think this will become more of a mainstay uh, very shortly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, interesting. So, Kevin, what about you? You ever read Dan Brown, like um, Da Vinci Code and yes. those books? Uh-huh. He, he talks about, um, I don't know what they're, like ramjets that can go up into subspace, and you get where you're going, even if it's across the other side of the world, in short order, because right. they can go so much faster if they're cutting corners like that. Yeah. I, I think... You know, long distance air travel may be to subspace. Great point. In, in the not too so that's distant like the, future. Uh, the SR 41, like the Blackbird, that yeah, would right. get into the stratosphere right. like that. Stratosphere, yeah. yeah. And then it totally, you know, gravity is less of an obstacle. And yeah. you're, you're. And so things like clouds so, so, and vapor and whatnot, yeah, and just it's less so friction. fast at that yeah. point. Yeah, you don't worry about aerodynamics as much, right. I suppose. Yeah. And ver just to put this in perspective from a price perspective, Virgin Galactic is charging $250,000 per seat aboard its six-passenger Spaceship Two, um, as they call it, while a ride on X-Core's one-passenger uh, Lynx vehicle costs $95,000. Neither spaceship is fully operational at the moment, though both uh, could be flying customers in the next year or so, officials with each company have said. Um, and also, uh, the um, these let's also explain to our listeners what these pods look like. Yeah. They kind they, um, it looks like a giant pill shaped <laughs> yeah, basically, absolutely capsule. Yeah, like and a, there's uh, four uh, airstream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's four windows. They kind of look like TIE fighter windows, right? Star Wars <laughs> reference. We we got check yeah, box. Got it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> done. <laughs> done and done. Um, and there's a lavatory on board. Yeah. It's completely uh, pressurized. So you walk on with the clothes that, you know, we're walking around here. We don't have to dress up in an astronaut costume That's or anything. I still want a bow tie. I'm going to space. I need subspace. I'm going to wear a bow tie. be classy as shit. Exactly. You know, and, and drink a duvel on Absolutely. your way up. Absolutely. <laughs> I wonder if that will, the the height will have an effect on the carbonation of the beer. Well, we can find out because there is also a refreshments bar, nice. as, they, as they put it. Hmm. So you know, maybe drink some beer in space. Be the first people to drink beer in space. No, you wonder like have astronauts actually drink beer in space? That's probably not well publicized, but I'm sure they tried I'm sure it. Sure, they tried <laughs> it. I mean, what would happen? Yeah, you're right. What would happen to the CO2? Right. Exactly. That'd be really flat. So I know with the International Space Station, they have if there's a water leak or something happens, their system is built to bring the water out, extract all the um, moisture in the air out of it, you know, mm. so it doesn't affect electronics and all that fun stuff. Then they recycle the water as well. So beer's Drinking not water. It, it's, it's a lot of water, but it's, it's not water. So I don't know if that's going to be good for their systems. Yeah, it's part bread. It's part <laughs> it's delicious. Bread. Yeah. Um, <laughs> delicious really clogs up the systems. Right, exactly. And <laughs> really also that carbonation. And the carbonation. Right. Um, but yeah, folks at home, let us know your thoughts on this story. We're going to provide a link in the show notes, as we always do. Can we uh, podcast live from space? Well, we're going to be the first ones to do that, JoJo. Okay. Um, once you have $75,000 and once I have $75,000 just sitting around, we'll He actually has already $150,000 in bank. He just wants me to save up well, my $75,000. No, we can't, we can't expense this as a business expense, JoJo, uh, whether or not you want but to. But to be fair, you wouldn't take me, you would take Deanna. Yes. Deanna, so. you want to go to space? <laughs> no, to outer space. If I threw a blonde wig on. <laughs> Deanna, JoJo wants to take your spot. Oh, all right. There she yeah. says, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Then I'm buying your ticket, I guess. Oh, there we go. All right. You, you know that, that compartment you sit in kind of reminds me of in the old days, 
Zeppelin travel, you know, like they were pretty luxurious. Absolutely. Um, you know, be a pretty fat cat way to go. I, right. Traveling that would be really cool. Oh man. Could you imagine like a, uh, if it's five hours, what if you hosted an, an event on like, in one of those things, like a DJ and, you know, like, you got a wet bar and yeah, you've got yeah. a bar. They, they got a, they got a bathroom like, right. You know, and, and I'm probably, you know, put couches and everything around and make it like a big party. Wedding and, reception, right. a wedding reception <laughs> in space. Deanna, our kids are going to get married in space, <laughs> but you're not pregnant, right? I don't think she's pregnant. You so. don't think don't she think. didn't answer. Yeah. She didn't answer that time. <laughs> Jesus, oh God! <laughs> it's a little hard tax. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. Oh God. It's okay. <laughs> um, you don't want to be the father of the bride paying for that. Not yet. <laughs> I got to make my millions on this podcast. First. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Go buy off of Amazon. Yeah. everybody. Go support pinky. the show. <laughs> All right. So uh, again, let us know your thoughts on this story. We think it's pretty cool. Geek thirty podcast at gmail or hit us up on social media. You know where to find us. Uh, next up, we have a story about an augmented climbing wall, and it's made by augmentedclimbing.com. Uh, I think that's the name of the company. Let me scroll down here. Yeah, it's called Augmented Climbing Wall. It's like the name of the company. Okay. And uh, this is something that I saw today. I thought it was really cool. I thought I'd share it with everybody. So an Augmented Climbing Wall combines projected graphics and proprietary body tracking to create interactive games and training applications. The games and applications make the training fun, motivate kids to move and give uh, feedback to help you become a better climber. Augmented reality climbing is uh, suitable for any skill level and age. Uh, so imagine that you've got this climbing wall that's maybe about, I don't know, what'd you say, 10 feet? 10 feet tall? Sure. Um, let's say it's just like a big square. So 10 feet tall, 10 feet wide. And it's got, you know, all the, 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 the rocks and stuff sticking out of it. So you can, um, you can climb on top of it. But all of a sudden it becomes a pong sort of board. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like, you know, playing old school pong. And uh, instead of there being paddles, your hands and feet as you're staying on the wall are the paddles and you're hitting it back and forth. That's essentially that's one of the games that they offer here. Um, I am going to buy one. And who wants to play? I'm too heavy to play. No. <laughs> I wouldn't last five minutes on that wall. Jojo, that's a sturdy wall. Would you Would you play? No, 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 not not. The wall falling down is I couldn't keep my weight up. You couldn't up. keep your weight up. Oh. Well, maybe. What about you, Kevin? I would try think? it. You try it? Yeah. I mean, there's there's an element of danger. You could fall. Yeah. Trying to reach, you know, to pong, hit the pong ball back. It's really neat. Wondering if um you can get the harnesses and just make build a 20-foot wall and really make somebody have to climb up to get that other, <laughs> you know? Oh, man. That would be so rough. <laughs> yeah, it would be. It goes slow, but you still have to get up there. And, and it already goes pretty slow. So right. they, it's it's pretty forgiving. Although that's not a bad idea if you were playing doubles, right. you could have a person up high. Ooh, good call. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh man, guys, we're gonna take this idea. We're gonna run with it in space. IPO in space. <laughs> IPO. <laughs> Hopefully, nobody listens to this show and steals that idea. <laughs> that'd be terrible. Uh, so they have other games that you can play with this sort of thing. For instance, there's almost a uh, like we were watching this before, Kevin. It was a. Um, I'm trying to explain. Imagine that the that there are lines and such that you have to almost move around while on this ten by ten uh, rock climbing. So it's like an obstacle course. Yeah, like an obstacle course. A, a, a virtual, very, a virtual obstacle yeah. course. Think and, Catherine Zeta Jones trying to duck under those laser beams <laughs> in that movie. Uh, oh, God bless her. Oh, you remember that with, <laughs> with um, Sean Connery? Um, 
Sean Comment. <laughs> was it Entrapment? That sounds right. One of those okay. one-word titles. Right, exactly. But she had to sneak under there, so she wouldn't trip the alarm off. I'm pretty sure that was the most played scene ever of any movie. <laughs> Just It wasn't published as such. Yeah, <laughs> right. Not the movie where right. he says, you're the man now, dog. Oh, <laughs> I remember. That, that one was the... Um, he was a school teacher, right? Yes. And the kid was like a poet, wasn't he? The He was, tutor, he was tutoring uh, a kid who was like inner city poet type. Right. Uh, the kid lost his bag or threw his... I can't remember how. Um, and Sean Connery liked how he wrote, but like made it bleed, obviously, you know, red pencils or whatever. Yeah. And they just kind of kept going back and forth and he got better. And everybody's like, where'd you come from? You're, you know... Antoine, you can't be this guy. Antoine Fisher or something? Wait, no, or I might be I way off yeah. with that. I don't know. I don't know. Let me There's see an Antoine. app for that. Antoine. Oh, you're looking it up? Sure. All right. I like anything with um, Sean Connery. IMDb it and Sean, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Your mother's a whore, Trebek. <laughs> I, love, I love SNL. Oh. So I am. Um... Or that, that specific skit in SNL, not all of SNL. <laughs> it's been pretty bad lately. Did you see the, um, what is it, Eddie Izzard? Uh, is a comedian. And he, or she, um, transgendered. So I, I don't know if it's a full she now. Uh, maybe it's a full she, I can't remember. But Eddie Izzard's hilarious. So, so identifying as, as a as, woman? Yeah, was okay, a man, so, now a so woman. She. Yeah, she. Um, did, she, uh, she speaks like multiple languages, like Arabic, French, wow. you know, English, all that fun stuff. She grew up all over the place. It was amazing. So she did a bit about Sean Connery in France using Sean Connery's voice it went over everybody's head because no one's actually ever heard sean connery speak because it's all dubbed over there <laughs> oh, really? so, yeah it was an excellent <laughs> like she did it you know oh. on stage and it was like this is brilliant but they didn't get it because they don't actually like, you know? oh, it's wasted <laughs> it's like, on them exactly so that bit was hilarious Cole? you know because she sets it all up and then it's like well they didn't get it because he's dubbed <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's funny uh <laughs> Augmented, uh, you know, climbing <laughs> wall, guys. That's right. Um, oh, oh, more. So more games. I found. I found more games. So Finding Forrester. Finding Forrester. Ah, yeah. very it good. It was entrapment for the other one. Okay. Excellent. Uh, so other games, augmented problems. So uh, route creation, sharing, and climbing with video feedback. Uh, there's another one called Whack a Bat. Um, that's uh, made by Spider Man, right? <laughs> spider-man camp yeah uh gamified endurance trainer with all-round fun bat splatting so i guess you have to like there are like little bats flying around you have to climb oh, and, and, and what is hit this animosity towards bats i don't know <laughs> what perpetuating, the bat perpetuating <laughs> negative stereotypes exactly. towards bats yeah it's terrible <laughs> um sparks so shockingly enjoyable mazes with static and moving levels I hope that it actually shocks the shit out of the person. So, That'd be great. Um, <laughs> what is it? Uh, operation kind of game that where you, if you t touch two, yeah. like sensors together, and mm. like, like think, think Jurassic Park when the kid was climbing the electric fence <laughs> and he's like, and then he gets flown back. That's what I want to happen during that specific yeah. game. And then climb ball, which we kind of talked about. It's like pong and, um, yeah. So. One of the other things it says here, cloud service. This is on the list of games. <laughs> cloud service. Monitor and control your wall remotely. Full description coming soon. Yeah, that sounds like a great game. I think you put that in the wrong section. It's for programmers though. and, you know, sysadmins. <laughs> it's all about uptime. Right. That's right. So I'm going to click on locations here because I'm actually really curious to see where they have these right now. Um, so they have them I think in... Build one, like, in your iFlies and Topgolfs. Oh, this is all in Finland. Together. So this is all in Finland. Wait, is this... Short flight away. 
just it's not too far away. So we can take the seventy-five thousand dollar blimp, you know, over watch space Finland. over the ocean, land in Finland, <laughs> land in Finland. Bring our duvel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's in Finland. So we can, if they're doing this in Finland, guys, we can do this here in the states and make a killing. Yeah. Let's right. Do it. Okay. Let's do it. I kind of um, want to go to space. Do it in space? <laughs> no, I kind of want to go. Like, if I want to spend money, I want to spend it on space. Before, oh, no, I spend before it on we that, spend it yeah. on this brilliant. But this this new uh, business idea can you know fund exactly your, your space trip, and then in, we can do it in space and and not do it in space. Well, I'm but, saying yeah, like well, play yeah, in space. <laughs> Jojo, we've, we've crossed that line a long time ago. Jesus. But <laughs> the ROI, like that's what a five year turnaround. I, or I can go to space next year. You know? All right. Well, <laughs> Kevin, just you and me then. Just you and me in this business Fine. venture. <laughs> so we'll provide a link to this website. Check it out. Check out the videos because it looks like a lot of fun. Um, it looks like they also offer um, opportunities to like like rent it for the day or something right. and um, bring it to like your office it's for really team cool building stuff. It's kind of cool. doing with the projectors nowadays. I mean, you've seen it with Australia where they or even some parts of Europe where uh, you can do digital light paints. So you mm -hmm. use a marker and paints and you can paint on a building because of a projector. Oh, wow. um, and a lot of things are using lasers now. So you don't have to use the bulbs. So they get a lot brighter so they can do it in a day kind of like this wall is. Um, there was another one. Um, oh, it used to see them like in the malls or any of the game places. Like I know in San Antonio main event, they have a projector that shines down and you can like step on fish or do this mm -hmm. and do that. Mm -hmm. So I mean, they're, they're doing a lot of cool things. With projectors do your kids nowadays. ever play with those projectors? Do you guys ever see those projectors when you have? No, the I girls haven't with seen you? them. Yeah, sometimes they have a mall or like really yeah. public spaces, and they'll just project on the floor, and there's a mat, and so you'll see like a little koi fish pond, um, or you'll wow. see a couple different things, and you just like stomp out bugs or do whatever, and it, you, you interact with it. I'll have yeah. to look for that. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, next up in the news, some very uh, sad news. The new South Park game that was supposed to come out this year, it's being delayed. Uh, 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 <laughs> um, so this uh, this game called South Park, the Fractured But Whole, <laughs> separate words. Separate words, three words. It's about, funny. <laughs> um, you're, you're playing the new kid, and uh, you join the other kids in South Park, just like you did in the Stick of Truth. Again, one uh, I've said it before on this show, one of the best RPGs I think I've ever played. Mm -hmm. It's legit, guys. Um, do not play it around your five-year-old, because <laughs> at some point, on there's, PC, there's, there's, there's one sexual thing. relations <laughs> and um, a lot of nasty stuff happening right. in the game. As um, one would expect from South Park. Right. Bingo. Yeah, so, you know, just use your, use your heads, There's guys. Unless you have a control pad for the PC, there's one part that requires an analog stick, and you can't really do that with a WASD configuration. Oh, right. There's a, <laughs> there's a, the yeah, scene. There's a, there's <laughs> there's a situation. A, there's an event. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that, actually. You, and you need an analog stick for that. Yeah, you do. That's, <laughs> uh, South Park, man. I'm not even. I don't even know why I'm surprised. Anyway, so uh, the fractured butthole has been delayed until 2017. But um, you know, a lot of folks are really upset about this. But if you re if you recall back to the Stick of Truth, the same thing happened to that game. They needed extra time to polish the game, make sure it was perfect before releasing it, and it came out and it was great. Right. So uh, you know what? Uh, what is it? Uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Parker. Yeah. Uh, take your time. Take your. Good and that's just one time. thing. Is, that's a very Blizzard approach to it, and some other uh, companies will do that as well. If they're not ready to release a game 
it's their namesake on that line, you know? Yeah, so they don't yeah. want to release it until it's a good game. Otherwise, you get Assassin's Creed with the floating eyes and the legs sticking out of the ground and things just are all things completely broken. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you actually um, said what I was thinking about. This really reminds me of how Blizzard approaches right. a lot of the stuff that they do. Like, they wouldn't even announce... They said Diablo 3 was going to come out, but they wouldn't even announce a date for another, like, two years it after was, mentioning yeah. that the game was going to come out. When they didn't mention it, it still got delayed, you know? Yep. So they just they took their time. They polished it off. Warcraft 3 was the same way. Starcraft 2, Starcraft 1. They always delay it, but they always release a solid game. That's true. Even with these expansions. Yeah. You know, I think they've pushed back a couple of the recent expansions. Uh, they've been great. Right. So I, I'm a big fan, you know... Uh, to everybody having nerd rage out there about video games being delayed, realize that they're not just doing it to piss you off. No, it's, it's for a good cause. Because trust me, the executives at the high level <laughs> want to be making that money like ASAP because they know that you suckers out there are going to buy it no matter if it's good or they not. They want to cut and paste the Venom into a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> you know, yes. Just make money. So. <laughs> exactly. Um, I do want to mention Chris Metzen since we're talking about War World of Warcraft uh, announced his retirement. So sad. So Chris Metzen for for you, Kevin, because uh, mm -hmm. Kevin um, is familiar with World of Warcraft, but he doesn't really play. So Chris Metzen um, is one of the founding members of well, not one of the founding members. He came on shortly after Blizzard, um, one of the biggest gaming companies in the world, um, was formed. Right. And this was back in the eighties. Was it the eighties or 90s? like the late eighties? Yeah. And he came on board and um, he was twenty years old. He was wow. 20 years yeah. old. I think he was like some intern or something. He made his way into a senior VP of like storytelling, uh, storytelling, yeah. and he basically created all of the stories across all of their IPs. Wow. This is a guy that has such an incredible vision for, um, for how stories should, uh, grow how characters should grow how the worlds within them grow i would i would compare him to the clone wars um because the clone wars just like world of warcraft or blizzard or anything sees the individual battles but they see the bigger picture too yeah there is the bigger grand scale things that the world events that happen but there's the little things that happen as well and he he concluded everything and everything was just you know even the one like the first uh event that you do with uh an orc or um a troll before the trolls had their own uh, starting place is you go this one lady you had to beat a turtle and find like the remains of her son and, bring, mm -hmm. and you're just like already tied to it he's like you're level four it's like oh yeah. you know kind yeah. of a deal and it's just this is ridiculous, but you, you've got a tie-in now. You know, you feel a part of that. You're part of, like, this big story. Right. Um, you're familiar with Gene Roddenberry. Yeah. So, yeah. you know how Gene Roddenberry saw the grand vision for Star Trek and, like, this world, um, all the intricacies of how, like, the starships worked, everything. Like, he, he had this, like, this, uh, it was like his baby. Right. And that's how Chris Metzen is to Blizzard and how they've released all of their games. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's sad to hear that he's retiring. It's good to know that he is just he's literally he's come out and said that he's just retiring just to spend time with his family. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. He's not starting another no, company. He's, he's forty two, two. Yeah, forty two. I think he was because he's been with twenty two years with Blizzard and he started at twenty. And he's retiring. At, yeah, he's retiring at forty two. And nice. then he's going to hang out with his kids, with his wife. You know, he's going to do whatever because at that point, if you're part of Blizzard and you're the VP of storytelling. I mean, yeah. you, you've made bank. You've I'm got money sure in the bank. Mine. Yeah. Um, so, but, you know, back to our topic around uh, the fractured butthole. Butthole. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, everybody. The fractured <laughs> butthole. Um, 
how do you guys typically feel like, so we've heard from Jojo, like for you, Kevin, like for, for products that you're, you know, maybe excited about hearing something coming out and maybe it gets delayed. Um, are you a fan of, of, you know, waiting or like, like what's your thought on this whole process? I, I think of the wise words of Ernest and Julio Gallo who said, we will sell no wine before it's time. And, and so, you know, if it's, if it's the right like product, <laughs> yeah. it's worth waiting for oh, totally. Absolutely. rather than rush to market and have bugs as Microsoft, batteries. Microsoft would call them, and, <laughs> you know, th- those are features, not bugs. Right. Those exactly. Are features, not bugs. <laughs> that's right. But yeah, Jesus. get it right. That's, that's fine. Right. I mean, it's a little frustrating if yeah. it's, you know, you wanted that for Christmas or something. And right. I really actually was looking forward to playing this at Christmas. <laughs> um, but it's probably better off because it's not so Christmassy. No, no, it's, it's not uh, family it's oriented. Pretty opposite. <laughs> pretty opposite. If it's anything like the Stick of Truth, it's going to be really raunchy. And yeah. terrible. It's going to be terrible and awesome simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And, and again, the the reason that they the reason they stated, according to an article on TechSpot, the reason that they're um, that they're delaying it, the development team wants to make sure the game experience meets the high expectations of fans, and the additional time will help them achieve this goal. Quote. Right. I. I you know what? That's fair. That's fair. I'm cool with that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um. So rather than um. <laughs> It says rather than so this is what the the game is about for you folks rather than being more fantasy based like the sick of truth the fractured but whole uh, takes aim at the superhero movie genre the alter egos of the TV series characters um, their superheroes called the coon um, super Craig Mysterion etc. Uh, battle each other Civil War style over Cartman's plans to make billions of dollars by imitating Marvel's cinematic universe franchise. <laughs> <laughs> definitely a soft park. Def- definitely <laughs> a Cartman scheme. Oh, well, and, and if you remember, oh no, 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 go ahead, Kevin. Go I ahead. was thinking of that that kid Butters. What what was his character like? Oh, Chaos um, or something. Professor Chaos. Yes. <laughs> oh, Maybe. he's in this too. Oh, nice. That's Professor Chaos. Nice. Yeah, you're, you're breaking my bow. You're you're breaking my bowels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you remember from a past episode, we actually featured a um, a potential add-on to this to this game called the Nosilus Rift. Yes. Jojo, why don't you share uh, the the uh, the vision of the Nosilus Rift? There's no vision. There's a <laughs> there's a smell to it. Sorry. <laughs> there's a smell. Yes. There's a aroma to it, if you will. Uh, the idea was you would strap this device to your nose, and um, when things happened in game, like a fart, you would smell it. <laughs> I don't know how they plan to recreate that. You know, kind of. You know, with no methane present. <laughs> but Probably not. better off. Exactly. I don't know that even if it's a real thing, I still don't believe it's real. Uh, no, it's not. Even if it's a real thing, I wouldn't want it. You right. sure? I would not want it. But what if, like, you could, um, what if you could walk into a room and smell, um, you know, like, Bread dinner baking, cooking, yeah, yeah <laughs> something, something delicious sitting at the, you know, dinner table and you're, and you're smelling the, the meatloaf your mom just made. Or what if you go to like um, Duratan and, then, and you've got like a Torin who hasn't sh- showered in like five years and well, you've got and like a loincloth hanging that's out. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. And then, you know, like the 20 minutes after you eat mom's meatloaf and what it does to your stomach afterwards. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I would and, think those guys that made South Park would not want anything pleasant aromatically speaking to <laughs> if, if they were doing it it would all be offensive so right. you have to you have to assume uh in this text spot article they actually reference 
the Nocilus Rift. It's they say sadly or thankfully, depending on your fondness for sniffing farts, it's not for sale to the public. This particular rift was developed solely to promote the game at trade shows and conventions. I'm okay with, I'm okay with it. They can stay with there. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I'm okay. <laughs> Nose goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, that's your news for the week. And we had a great uh, question last week that uh, we had some really good responses to. Uh, I'd like to share that w- with you guys as well as uh, Kevin has brought a good question to the table this evening. I still haven't figured out my answer for that yet. I- I'm still mulling it over. <laughs> I'm kind of on the fence too. Yeah, so let's see uh, Let's see what we got. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Okay, so last week's question was, it was, it was very simple. Very simple. Very simple. Mac, Windows, or Linux? Um, now, the two of us said Mac. Now, where do you stand, Kevin? No judgment. No judgment. All right. So I'm torn because Mac is what was introduced to me as when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, because they're big in the educational environment. They right. always were. Yeah. Yet when I went in the work world, it's all Windows. Uh-huh. And so I mastered Windows. I'm a little less so with, with, um, with a Mac, but I do prefer Mac. Okay. Yeah. Okay, awesome, fair awesome. enough. Fair enough. See, we, we love the Mac. I actually gave praise to both Linux and Windows last time. I yeah. didn't actually have anything bad to say about either one. And Windows mm-hmm. is actually a really close second for me, personally. Right. Yeah. So uh, we had uh, a bunch of folks respond. First of all, Sam. Shout out to Sam. Sam. Sam says, this feels like a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> yeah. And then responds with Windows 3.1 for, or for 3.11 for work groups. Okay. Yeah. If he wants to get on the internet with that, I'd yeah. like to see him try. <laughs> <laughs> and and Andy, who um, actually wrote the really great article to his son, uh, go to geek30.com slash blog. Check out the letter to Joshua that Andy wrote. Um, it's a really nice article about uh, being a nerdy parent and how, you know, he's teaching his son to be, um, you know, proud of, of what he's geeky about. Uh, but he just, he was laughing all over social media about that <laughs> response. So uh, let's see. Mike says Ubuntu for my main um, CentOS and for my media servers. And Jamie um, agreed with that. You guys remember Jamie from, uh, from you know. All, all the sound. All the, all the things. <laughs> yeah, all of it. He's in every show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says, yeah, I, the day I discovered CentOS, uh, I don't even know if that's how you say it. I'm not even familiar with CentOS. Yeah, CentOS. It's is a that, Linux-based one. Yeah, I, I mean, I figured. That's, um, is that the one? No, that's, uh, I'm thinking Gen 2. There's one that you actually have to build by yourself to get it up and oh, running. Okay. But there's just different you know, flavors. Yeah, fair enough. So Jamie said, the day I discovered CentOS was the day I wondered why anyone uses Red Hat. <laughs> Interesting. Russ says Mac. Um, and Andy, again, you know, the guy who we were speaking about before, he says, Mac OS and Windows 10, that way I can do all my work in an environment where I'm not afraid of anything and then game in the other one, not care. Uh, Jamie, uh, also responded with a little bit more context. He says, I grew up on DOS and windows and then migrated to Linux, but our house is now an Apple only zone. Mac OS is just such a perfect combination of beautiful and functional UI and Unix-based underpinnings that I can't justify using anything else, and the tightly integrated ecosystem is pretty hard to beat. Windows does beat it out. Um, <laughs> does beat it out. It does. Um, hole. <laughs> <laughs> on the gaming front, but that's largely irrelevant to me since most of my gaming is done on consoles and mobile devices. Apple for life. Uh, Brandon... Um, who is the, you know, the, the, the brewer over at Quattro Gubas? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Brandon says Linux. 
Awesome. That's his, that's his go-to. I love this guy who's also a brewer. Who's also a brewer. I need to make another visit over there. Right? <laughs> just, just on principle at this just point. Just on principle. That's right. Uh, let's see. Deanna, my wife. Yes. Deanna, we're mentioning you on the show. <laughs> she says, Mac, boom. Yeah, I think you need to give her a little more warning next time. Yeah. <laughs> Antonio says, uh, for work servers, Linux, for my hizzy use, Mac. The, that's, the, the children these days use the word hizzy as, as house. Um, <laughs> I thought that was a '90s thing with like Snoop Dogg and oh, is Rizzle it? My Nizzle? Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> oh, okay. even even further back. Um, oh, another bad creation. I, I don't know if you remember that. It's like kind of like a crisscross type band. Oh wow. Um, the song at the playground. That was the first time I ever heard like the Izzy this Izzy that. Oh really? Yep. I that go back and listen street, to it. Street slang. I, I might have heard that, but it's been many years. <laughs> you know? <laughs> little random 90s reference. Right. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And Jose, uh, this is Josie from the uh, from the Pod Nerdy to Me podcast. Yes, which I still owe Mike a dinner because we need to talk Batman. There you go. <laughs> uh, Josie says, Mac for pretty much everything but games, Windows for games. And that's kind of the way it is for me as well. Seems to be kind of like par for the course. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for everybody's. Um, there, there were some others, but just for the sake of time, um, figured we would uh, end it there. Thank you for, for everybody that uh, responded. Um, if you would like to respond to questions, be sure to, uh, uh, respond to geek 30 podcast at gmail.com with your answers or, uh, hit us up on social media, uh, like a majority of these folks did. And, uh, this week's question. So Kevin, would you like to do the honors? Sure. So what's the question? All right. Who would win in a fight? Mr. Clean or the brawny paper towel guy? Very, very different question from right when we were talking, <laughs> but, it, but it's earth shattering, right? It is. We were talking about this on social media, and um, so I was just dying laughing. Your wife sits across <laughs> from me, and I just I was I was laughing, and she knew that I was kind of talking back and forth to you. She looks at me, she goes, "What are you laughing about now?" I said, your husband just came up with the best freaking question <laughs> that we've ever had on this show. And I shared it with her, and she was just laughing. She's like, that's so typical. <laughs> She's not surprised. No. So uh, who would win in a fight there, JoJo? What do you think? Uh, <laughs> that's hard. Um, I My default quite, uh, my default answer would be the brawny guy, but they changed him yeah. recently. Mm-hmm. And the new guy doesn't look quite as brawny. Yeah, uh, give your description of the of the new brawny guy there, Kevin. New brawny guy looks like just this clean cut Superman. Now, so if if you rewind the clock, go back about ten years, uh-huh. the old brawny guy looked like Chuck Norris, right? But a lumberjack version. Yeah, with just a mustache. Yeah. Oh, I, think, I don't think did he have a beard? I, I thought th- the beard was a more recent thing, wasn't it? Was it? Let's look. Brawny. Paper towel guy. Right. Oh, yeah, look at this. So maybe there's, yeah, just a mustache. But he looks like Chuck Norris with a mustache. Right. And and so I had this same debate about back what the then. Fuck? Why, about, is there a picture, why is there a picture of a butt on Google? <laughs> what? Look at that. With the brawny paper brownie. towel guy sticking his uh, head in between the legs. I, I don't why. Why internet? Why? Come on, why? man. Can I just Google search something without something naked popping up? <laughs> can I do that? You can filter that out. 
Oh, God, I need to do that. Well, this is JoJo's work computer, so you're welcome, JoJo. <laughs> I'm going to make this your background. You're right. As long as it's not VPN, we're good. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin, what were you saying? So that brawny guy, I, back, my original position was that version of the brawny guy looked badass. I mean, anyone who looks like Chuck Norris probably could handle himself. Right. Yeah. Even though Mr. Clean, if you look at him, he's jacked. Right. But I thought that guy could handle himself. But then I got in this debate with someone who said... Oh no, look closer. Look closer at that brawny guy. He looks like he's probably half in the bag. He's probably had a few domestic abuse charges. <laughs> he shows up to a fight with Mr. Clean. He might be drunk. And, and Mr. Clean's got his act together. He's not going to be, you know, he's going to be sharp. His yeah, his name's Mr. Clean. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. He, every punch is going to land and it's going to be over fast. Right. And that gave me a new appreciation. I thought, all right. Mr. Clean might have the slight edge, but now look at them. The new brawny paper towel guy, he he looks he well, I went he's not as edgy and badass as the old one, but right. he does look fit. He right. does. And he has kind he looks, of a he looks broader, like in the shoulders, he looks, right. he looks bigger. He's got a Superman kind of look to him now. I, I still think I'm going with Mr. Clean on this one because he still look he just looks like he's got way more raw strength. Right. So what what about you, Jojo? What do you think? That's tough. I mean, um, Kevin made a mention earlier that Mr. Clean kind of almost has a military look to him. Yes. He looks um, like he kind of knows what he's going to do to you when you get in the ring. Like <laughs> it's it's like if Ed Harris took human growth hormone and really hit the gym hard. Right, exactly. Um, and, and wore a go big gold hoop ear. <laughs> that's right. But he, he has always looked that way, which is a timeless look. You know, it doesn't matter. Your shaved head has always, you know, been in fashion. Um, I, uh, that's tough. He, I might have to go with Brawny. You guys should just see what JoJo's doing right now. He's He's got like a ton of pictures of the Brawny, the new Brawny guy up, and he's just <laughs> staring at them. <laughs> Factually. With, with, the, with the hard eye emoji. Although I will say this about new Brawny guy. Doesn't he look too friendly? He looks a little too friendly. Like, I feel like he would he would get in a in a fight with Mister Clean and then be almost like like there would be some kind of altercation. Then he'd almost like talk him down. Can't we like, sort this? Can we sort this out? Like adults. I'm, I'm like, how about him. I grab you a beer um, and a flannel shirt <laughs> and we just sit down and around a campfire? See, I'm thinking him. He's walking out of the woods to somebody who has a broken down car and he lifts the bumper up with one hand and switches out the wheel real quick with the other hand and puts it back down. You know? Because yeah, he he's. Is He's big. All-America yeah. hero yeah. kind of guy. He's Paul Bunyan, basically. Right. So, jo so JoJo's going with the brawny guy. I'm going with brawny. Okay, I say Mr. Clean. Kevin, what about you? I'm still with Mr. Clean. He just looks like he's he's seen some rough stuff right. in the past. He can handle himself. Well, in his pose, too, he almost looks like he's done hard time. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, That's right. Know? We need to give he him a teardrop uh, tattoo coming off his left eye. Like he's to seen show some shit. how many times yep. he's been in jail. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so you you guys at home weigh in. Who would win in a fight? The uh, brawny paper towel guy, and that's uh, the new guy, the not new the guy. guy, not the Chuck Norris wannabe. We're talking about um, friendly neighborhood uh, brawny paper towel guy against Mister Clean. You guys, let us know. Geek Thirty Podcast at Gmail dot com. Thanks for the great question. No problem. That's fantastic. That's awesome. I'm excited to see what the answers are. Absolutely. And this is a great time to end the show. Uh, so thank you to you guys for listening. Jojo, where can people reach us? So geek30podcast at gmail.com is one of the fastest way to get a hold of us. Geek30, 30 is spelled out, uh, podcast at gmail.com. We also have our Twitter handle, which is at geek30, again, spelled out. 
443-424-3350 if you want to leave us a voicemail. Uh, we have an awesome new website, Alex Developed, which um, has links to everything on their YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and all that fun stuff. And that is geek30.com. 30, again, is one, once again, is spelled out. Or if you go directly to Facebook or YouTube, just type in Geek 30 Happy Hour and we'll pop up. Yeah, definitely. And remember to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. And if you guys want to support the show, it's super easy. Like we said at the top of the show, uh, just do all of your Amazon shopping um, by clicking on the Amazon banner when you go to geek30.com slash Amazon. Uh, that helps tremendously. Thank you, Kevin, for being here. Oh, thanks for thank having me. Thank you so me. much. And thank you for the great beer. Yeah, thanks oh, to Duvel. Oh, yeah. gosh, I still got a little bit left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so with that... Oh, uh, thanks for geeking out with us. I need to drink this. Kevin, you say bye while I drink this. <laughs> Salud, everybody. See ya! Coming up on today's show, Up, Up, and Away. Climbing became even more fun. Fractured but delayed. <laughs> Sorry. I um I knew the words I wanted to say, and I didn't put them in the right order in my head. Oh, that's, that's usually an issue, Jojo. Yeah. That's usually an issue. There was a the in there, but <laughs> that just... Um, hold on. Sound like a caveman. <laughs> Me, Muckle Jojo. Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my club? Don't use regular words between words. <laughs> I'm not a smart man. <laughs> um, okay, I think Good? I got it. All right.